Hello, my name is Gareth Rafferty and this is chapter 2, episode 21 of the Building from the Bottom podcast. This week the podcast is being recorded early because as most of you will know, I go home on Friday the 31st of May. So this week it's now Wednesday, which means that it's the 29th for those of you that are quick at maths. And there's lots and lots going on in my life this week because of needing to move out of my apartment. And I also have a lot of exams. Also, in this episode, I'm going to summarize the whole of my Madrid experience since I've been here in January. And you guys are going to come along that journey with me of what is next in my life. I still don't know what's going to happen over the next three months. So luckily, you guys can be a part of that. So without further ado, let's jump straight in. Okay, setting the scene as normal. I am in my shorts, as per usual. It's been, well, it is a really hot week this week. It's about 29 degrees Celsius today, I believe. And it's supposed to go up this weekend. Luckily, I'm going home this weekend. It's supposed to go to 33, I think, as the highest temperature, which if I stayed on Saturday, it means that would actually be the highest temperature since I've got here, which is actually pretty crazy. I mean, 30 degrees to me, I mention this every week, but 30 degrees is extremely hot, especially for a young guy that's from the UK and not really used to hot weather. I am actually sitting sitting in the dark today. It's just coming up to midday, 12 midday. I have all of my shutters closed because I'm trying to keep my, I'm trying to keep my apartment cool. And I've had a fan on pretty much all morning and I'm trying to, yeah, keep my room as cool as possible. But I still realize that when it gets to about 10 p.m. in the evening, I'm still really, really hot, but I try. I try. Today, I have actually already been out. I've been out and about since about 8 a.m. this morning. I had an exam at 8.30. Yesterday, I also had an exam at 11. Um, Both of which have gone okay. Today's exam was a lot easier than yesterday's. In Spain, the exams are quite weird. And because I haven't had exams in a long while, Doing these exams is just weird for me in general. But if you answer a question wrong on the exam, you get marked down. But if you answer the question right, obviously you get marked up. But if you don't answer the question at all, then it doesn't affect anything. Which I find really, really strange that you actually get marked down if you write the wrong answer. But it's the way that the exam system works here. So... I've had to deal with that. And it's been really, really strange. It's definitely been really strange. I mean, I haven't really done exams for about three to four years now. So having to sit these exams and having multiple exams in a week, it's quite strange for me. It's really quite strange. But I'm going to come on to exams later on in this episode and what's actually going on over the next few days and the next, well, yeah, the next few days. Yesterday, after my exam, I got home and 
a guy named Jay Flores. I mentioned him on the previous episode. He's a guy I met on LinkedIn. He reached out and said he was going to be in Madrid. He flew home yesterday. Well, not home, but he flew to some other friends over in Berlin yesterday. And so just before he left, I met him for a drink. He had a coffee. He was really excited for that coffee. And me not being a coffee drinker, I had an orange juice. Quite nice. Quite nice, especially to have something so refreshing like an orange juice during this warm heat. It was nice. And we just chat. And a few days ago, I met with Jay. I think it was Sunday evening. And I met with him. We were chatting. And he said something to me about business. And it really made me think. And so that's where I want to start in today's episode because this piece of business advice that he gave me was extremely useful and it really, really helped me to get my head around what I'm actually meant to be spending my time on during this starting period of having a company. The one thing I found with the whole business is that I wonder what I was supposed to be spending my time on because you hear a lot of people talking about how they're spending hours and hours working at the beginning. And I wondered what they're spending their time on because the only thing I really need to spend my time on from my perspective was getting clients. That's all I could see. I just thought, okay, I've got to get clients. So does that mean I spend my whole day reaching out to clients? Well, reaching out to people that could potentially end up being a client. And I justified that to myself as being the right answer. But then Jay helped me to clarify a few things because I honestly didn't know where to spend my time. And it actually falls back as well to something that um, a woman named Lucy Colangelo I spoke with a few weeks ago. And I think I've mentioned it on the podcast too about how she said that my goals need to be bigger And Jay was kind of saying a similar thing to what she said. Jay talked about how if I'm spending all of my time, say I'm spending eight hours a day on reaching out to people that could potentially be clients. Let's call that um, just outreach. Um, I think it's, it might be called client outreach. I'll just call it client outreach and you guys will understand. So if I spend eight hours on client outreach, then that's amazing. But then when I get that first client, I, that means I can no longer spend eight hours on client outreach. So how do I know how much time to put aside? So if I want to reach out to 10 people, how do I know how long it's going to take? Because I've got into that schedule of reaching out to that many people. And he said, if I were you, I'd spend... I'd read out to 10 people, see how long it takes you and then do something else. And obviously me being me, I said, but like what? Like what else is there to do? I need my first client. And he said, well, you can walk around, you can read a book, you can play video games. And I was like, I really want to progress the business. So what can I spend my time on? And he gave me a few things and one of them being you could spend an hour, an hour a day. Um, well, he said you can spend some time researching 
And I was like, that's an amazing idea. So spending time researching current trends is actually something that Lucy Calangelo said to me a few weeks ago. And I thought about it. I pondered on it. I knew she was right. And that was also why she said, you need bigger goals. And that's a really good idea about researching current trends. So the one thing I did on my laptop over the past few days, I think it was Monday. I think it was Monday. I went onto my laptop and I just did a bit of browsing, trying to find statistics and those types of things for podcasting. And I compiled myself a list of websites where I can find these podcasting trends. And I was more looking for people that updated daily or weekly, like about what's going on in the podcasting world, because that will be a lot more useful to me than just a one-off blog post, for example. And so I compiled this list, I bookmarked all of them and I put them in a nice little folder called podcast research. And just having that will help me not only clarify my knowledge to myself, but also to be able to pull out statistics when I'm reaching out to people. And if someone asks me a question about podcasting, for example, how many people listen to podcasts in the UK or the US, I'll be able to come up with that statistic fairly quickly. And that in turn will help me gain clients because they will understand that I know what I'm talking about. And it will also clarify to me that charging my prices is fine because I know what I'm talking about and I'm the expert in this situation. And because it's my first business, that's something I've actually struggled on. And yeah, so that's, that was a really, really good piece of advice that Jay gave me because he said, sorting out your time in the beginning is really important because when you start getting more and more clients, how do you know you're going to have time for things like client outreach or researching the current trends? You have to really set that schedule. And that's something I'm, I'm doing at the moment. And it's actually going really, really well. The way that I do my Instagram posts, because Instagram's very imagery. So the, the way I do it, you can either use a design software or you can use things like Canva, which are free. And I do it by pages. So I bulk what I'm going to be talking about in five or six posts. I do it on Canva at the moment. However, in the long term, I'm looking at moving to Illustrator. But so I bulk the posts. So any of you that follow me on my business, any of my business accounts, you'll see that I have this thing where I started by welcoming everyone to the page. And then I said, over the next five days, I'm going to show you five US statistics about podcasting, which is what I'm currently doing. And I've already got all of those posts laid out in pages. So it's very easy to understand. And it's very clear for someone that doesn't want to read the post, but they just want to scroll through my feed. They can automatically learn a lot about podcasting. And that's something I want to do. I want to show that I know what I'm talking about and just help people and bring that value to people that don't want to pay for my services, but they want to know more about podcasting. And so that's my current way of thinking, whether that will change by having another conversation. It may do because at the moment I'm very 
open to advice because it's my first company. So I'm trying to take in advice, but I'm also trying to be very careful because previously as those of you that have been here from the very, very beginning, you will know that I've had advice and I've been given advice, but sometimes I've been given conflicting advice. And if you're starting a company or you're just asking people for advice, when you get one person saying one thing and then another person saying the exact opposite, then it's just basically the same as having no advice. So there comes a point when asking for advice that you need to make your own decision. And sometimes that decision can be difficult, but it comes with practice. It definitely comes with practice. I'm getting better at it. I'm still not perfect, but that's another thing that I'm working on. The next few weeks are busy. And I say this because I know over the next few days are really busy, but then I also know when I get back to the UK, it's not really going to calm down. If anything, it's going to get busier. Today is my content creation day. So I'm making this vlog. No, I'm making this podcast. I'm also making my vlog today. My vlogs go out on Friday. The podcast goes out on Sunday. And the reason I'm making both of them early, because it's now Wednesday, I'm making them early because I've already in my head scheduled the content for next week about what I want to talk about. So my vlog, for example, is going to be me, me packing, me going through the airport, me being in a hotel for one night in London with my girlfriend, and then us traveling back to the UK, no, back to where we're from in the West Midlands. And then she's got a really big surprise for me. So that's the content for the vlog for next week. And that's why I'm ending that vlog today and it's the same reason I'm doing the podcast today because I want to talk about how the journey went over the next week and how excited I am for my holiday which is coming up. So today is my content creation day. Editing, scheduling posts, those types of things. Tomorrow is my day where I'm packing. So I have no exams tomorrow. So I'm just packing everything up. Um I have some laundry to put on today. I'm probably going to put some laundry on tomorrow too. And yeah, so that's tomorrow's plan. If I get time, I'm going to work on my company, just reaching out to people, checking those current trends, those types of things. And then Friday, I have an exam at 8.30 in the morning. I have another exam at 11 in the morning. And then I come home, I have about an hour for lunch, and then off I go to the airport with all my luggage, hop on a plane, arrive back in the UK at 6-ish p.m. UK time, which is an hour behind where I am at the moment in Madrid. And then after that, I meet my girlfriend at 11 p.m. in the airport because she's flying back from Rome today. And then, no, not today. She's flying back. She's flying back from Rome the same day as I'm flying back from Madrid. So we're meeting in London we have a room booked for the night because of how late she's getting back. And then we're getting the train back to the West Midlands on the 1st of June, which is the Saturday. And then she's got a surprise ready for me. I have no idea what this big surprise is, but she said she has to set it up all day. So 
that's going to be interesting to talk about next week on this podcast. And I don't know if I've bored you already, but that's just over the next three days. And that's why I did the podcast today as well. And that's why I'm doing all my content today because I'm not going to have time to do it over the weekend because I'm going to be unpacking. And if you listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you'll know that I actually go on holiday to Bulgaria on the 10th of June. And that's less than two weeks away. So I have 10 days from being back in the West Midlands to do a bunch of things, including going from the West Midlands to the East Midlands in Derby. Um, Hannah, my girlfriend, she's got to get some stuff from there. And I've got to meet the accountants as well. I also have to see my sister in that week. Um, I'm seeing my sister on the 4th, which is next Tuesday. And yeah, so I've just got a lot of things going on. And yeah, it's going to be really, really busy over the next two weeks. And then from the 10th to the 20th, I'm on a holiday. So when I get back on the 20th, on the 21st, so I'll tell you about this holiday. We fly home on the 20th of June, but we don't land until the 21st because we fly really late, which kind of makes it really awkward for us because we picked an airport that's quite far. And so Hannah's dad is picking us up at like three in the morning. So that day is like ruined. But on the 22nd, I have a a call with someone, um, a good friend of mine. So it's going to be a bit crazy when I get back as well. But hopefully by the end of this month, well, by the end of next month, at the end of June, uh, everything would have calmed down. In the longer period of time, so over the next three months, I think it is. Yeah, three months to September. I'm going to be working on my company. I'm also looking for a placement. So for those of you that don't know what a placement is, it's basically where you go and work for a company for a year. And the reason I'm doing this is because I want to hone in on my social media marketing skills. I want to see and take knowledge wherever I can. Also providing value for a company. But I also want to have that year out of university. So yes, so I can build my business a little bit more on the side whilst working for a company and building my knowledge as well. So that's what I want to do for the next year from September through September. So September 2019 to September 2020 and then go back to university for my final year. I am still looking. Everyone I've sent emails to has said no because they're busy or they can't afford it or they're not looking for anyone at the moment. But stay. Ho- I'm staying hopeful. Hannah, my girlfriend, she's in photography. She's also looking for a placement. Um, she's struggling to luckily I can kind of utilize my personal brand a little bit more but she's struggling so I'm trying to help her too so yeah I've got a lot of things going on going off that point now um it is a bit crazy over the next month um I don't really know what's going to happen over the next year in regards to placements and things but we shall see I really hope I find one 
Okay, going back to the exam point. So I actually have two exams on Friday. Those are the ones I'm most nervous for as well. The one I had today, I was pretty confident. I just walked in. I, in the classes, whenever she explained something, I completely understood what she was talking about all of the time. So I kind of already had the knowledge. And whenever she was giving examples, I could easily put my hand up and give examples. The tests I had today and yesterday were multiple choice, mainly, except for yesterday's also had three kind of comprehensive questions. But today's was probably the easiest one out of the two so far. But I'm quite nervous for Friday because on Friday I have one test which is mainly written. Um, and I only need to pass these, so I only need to get 50%, but I have to get 50%. And I believe in myself in regards to knowledge in marketing and business, but it's just exams. I have a track record of not being that great at exams. So I've got that exam, and I also have another exam, the one at 11 on Friday, Friday the twenty no, Friday the 31st. And by the time you guys listen to this, I would have already had that exam, but I'm a little bit nervous for it. It's because it's consumer psychology. And the last time I had that exam with her, which was a month or two ago, the questions were worded really, really badly, but I did get 85%. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, only some of the exams do they take away marks if you write down the wrong answer or you like circle the wrong answer, but I don't think it's going to be one of them. I don't really know to be completely honest, but yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about my exams. Um, I only need to pass all of them, but it's just that concept of having an exam, which is a bit nerve wracking, but I believe in myself and my knowledge and I'm sure I will pass them. I think the reason I'm so nervous about my exams is because if I don't pass them, then I don't know what's going to happen. Because if I don't pass, I should attend the resits, but the resits start on the 10th of June, which is actually when I go on holiday and I don't get my answers till the 7th. So fingers crossed, all goals to plan. I'm really hoping it does. In regards to Spain, so for the rest of this episode, I wanted to really summarize everything that has gone on since I've been here in Madrid. I've been in Madrid since the 14th of January, and it's and then I leave on the 31st, which makes it about five and a half months that I've been here abroad by myself pretty much most of the time and living the life, some would say, in the sun. But it has came with quite a few challenges, to be completely honest. One of the main challenges I've faced is the culture and like the, the daylight hours. And the reason I say this is one of the challenges is because, well, the sun goes down really, really late. It goes down at the moment about 20 to 10 in the evening, which is late for the sun to start going down. But even worse, it also gets, like the sun also comes up really, really early, which means less 
like nighttime hours and like people in Madrid, they party late, like they party all night in comparison to the UK where things usually slow down about three or four AM, but Madrid's just a bit crazy. And what I've learned from this is that, well, Spain don't sleep. I mean, it's just weird, but it's also like messed my schedule a little bit because of like everything's going on and there's always quite a lot of noise. So that's been a challenge. One of the other things I've realized since I've been here in Madrid is that I'm completely fine being by myself. Like I don't feel like I need anybody in regards to like friends like I'm, I'm completely content just sitting in my apartment, sitting in university by myself, working on my company. Like, yeah. Because whilst I've been here in Madrid, I've purposely said to people, I'm sorry, but I'm, um, I'm working on my company. I'm working on my company. Um, that's kind of been my main focus because, well, at the end of the day, it's a company and it needs... like it needs monitoring and working on for it to grow what else have i learned well there's been well as you can tell none of this is like scripted i literally had four bullet points on a post-it note it's it's been really weird like in a good way in a bad way walking down the street in spain is great it's great because when people are talking in Spanish to each other, I can understand a few words, but not the whole conversation. So usually it's just noise to me. Like it's just white noise, which is great because it means that you can really be in tune with yourself, but it's also quite draining because like sometimes if you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're Spanish and my Spanish, like the accent isn't that great. And sometimes I pronounce things wrong. Sometimes that that can have an effect because like trying to communicate is quite difficult sometimes. Luckily I have Google Translate on my side, which has helped a few times, but yeah, it's, it's okay, I suppose. Like it gets me, it gets me by. Also like adjusting to Spanish food has been a bit weird. Like I've put on weight since I've been here because, well, the, the, there's, I'm not going to blame it just on Spanish food. Like some of it does come down to my discipline and my discipline has been a little bit bad. Um, especially during the beginning when I walked into a supermarket and found that they had loads of different sweets because I'm like, like you can ask any of my friends, I'm a massive sweet fiend. So sweets have impacted me. Ice cream has impacted me, like because it's hot outside, I get ice cream and that's impacted me. Also, the fact that when I go into a supermarket, I only feel like I have limited options of food. So it's meant that I'm eating quite a lot of unhealthy food, which is why I'm looking forward to go back to the UK so I can eat a bit healthier. I can, I can fully skip when I get back to the UK. Like That's one thing I haven't been able to do here because the closest place I could probably skip is the park and the park's about 20 minutes away walking. So it's kind of challenges. 
but it's also been really really great because ever since I don't know how long I've just wanted to get away and just go somewhere without anyone I know and just live for a little bit and really be by myself because it's different when I'm living in Derby because my friends around the corner and like I'm going to university with people I know I see my lecturers like it's a little bit different but here it's it's something that I've quite enjoyed and it's really allowed me to gain headspace like I can walk down the street and just think to myself without bumping into people and it's like because I don't understand what people are saying it's also kind of if it's positives the sun has been great however the one thing I miss is in the UK you can walk out of a really really hot building and usually it's cold and usually you complain but like I've missed that so much I, I never realized that would be something that I've missed and it's crazy how it happened I literally it was really really hot one day and I walked out and it was just really hot and it, I was so done on that day in regards to the heat <laughs> absolutely mad absolutely mad it's been great because I've met people from across the globe that I wouldn't have otherwise met I've like met a few different personalities I've met some well I'm thinking of one or two people in particular, really awesome lecturers that really cared for me and my business, which I love, which I like, I loved that because sometimes like sometimes the universities, instead of providing that support, they will say, if I were you, I would put it off because you need to focus on your studies. And whilst you need to focus on your studies, the larger part of life is that in two years time, in three years time, I still want my business to be here. And even if my business isn't here, um, the skills that I've learned from starting the company will remain. And that probably raises the question to you guys. Well, if your business does fail, what are you going to do? And Jay Flores actually asked me this question a few days ago. And I said, well, I'll start another. And he said, and what about if that fails? And I'll be like, then I'll start another. It's not just something I'm just going to start and then if it fails, I'm just going to leave it forever. I really want to give it a shot and see where it goes. And if you have been listening since the very, very beginning, since just over a year ago now, you can see the progress I've made. And I'm really looking forward to go see what goes on over the next year. Something I've been thinking about, going off these points a little bit, um, in regards to like sales and things, I've had a lot of people advising me on sales. And I mentioned advice earlier. I'm pretty good at presenting. Like I'm, I'm pretty decent at going up on stage and being like, hey, this is me. But I'm not utilizing that skill at the moment. And it's a skill that I really, really enjoy using because I just love that feeling when you get nervous before walking on stage and then you come off the stage and you just feel amazing. Like you feel like you've impacted so many people's lives. And so over the next, I'm not going to say over the next month because that's unrealistic. 
over the next six months, I think six months is quite a good deal. That would take me to the end of 2019, pretty much. Over the next six months, I'm going to be looking at obviously getting my first client, but I really want to get my knowledge up and really learn a lot more about trends because I know how to start a podcast. I know how to maintain a podcast, but there's some other little bits that I'd like to know. And I really want to learn a lot more about the podcasting industry as opposed to just like a podcast and what works and what doesn't work. So over the next six months, I'm going to be looking a lot on that and I'm going to be very like pushing real hard on knowledge because it's something that's super important. And I think it will have a detrimental effect to my company in regards, like in a good way to helping it progress in the future. I want to utilize my public speaking skill because it's one of the long-term goals. I want to go around the globe and talk to people like masses of people at once in like on a, a stage and be able to walk out onto a stage and have like the clocks down the bottom telling me how long I've got left and have like thousands of people as opposed to just 500. And the thing is, I make it sound like I really don't appreciate 500 people, but me going on stage and seeing 400, 500 people turn up is just absolutely amazing. I, I, I love it. Like, I don't really care if there's 100 people or whether there's a, like over 500. I'm really, really open to it now. So in the next year, I want to do 1,000 people. It's something I'm striving towards. Um, because I'm doing 500 at the moment, I I want to push 4,000. Um, I want to try and get into that keynote speaker stage, but I also want to push my business alongside with that. So that's something I'm trying to work out at the moment. Because if I can sell myself on stage and my knowledge in podcasting, someone might come up to me at the end. Someone might ask a question. Someone might reach out to me on social media and say that they want to do business business with me and like it's completely free for me to go on stage and talk so it seems like a really good sales technique to me because i mean i'm pretty good at public speaking i've got quite a lot of experience in it um and i just love it so why wouldn't you do something you love and that's the whole point of being in business yeah so Spain overall has been great. Met lots of people. It's been weird living in heat. Um, my apartment's been beautiful. No complaints there. Content, just creating content has been really great too because I've had this light that's just happened to be in a really nice place for me to use it. Um, and a lot has changed over the past six months in regards to my mindset. And I think I'm a lot more focused now whereas... When I initially began, I was very excited about the whole prospect of actually starting a company. I am still really excited, but it's real now. And instead of using the concept of business to get me excited, that's not there anymore. Like a business is a business. And if I'm going to do it, I've got to do it. <laughs> it's so crazy to hear me say that out loud. How mad. So, What's actually going to happen with the podcast over the next few weeks whilst I'm so busy? It's something I've been, well, pretty much discussing with myself um, in my head because, I mean, who else is there to talk to? 
<laughs> so this podcast has gone out this week on the 2nd of June. Next week's podcast is still going to run and it's going to come out on the 9th. The week after week ending the 16th, there isn't going to be a podcast. The week after that, there is. So I'll get back on the Friday. Saturday, I have a meeting, but I'm going to record a podcast on that weekend. So the 23rd, there'll be a podcast. And then the 30th, we have a guest, fingers crossed, as long as all goes to plan. Um, I booked her today. So fingers crossed, she doesn't have to change that date or time. Um, yeah, that's why I said she. She'll be the first woman on the podcast, which I'm super excited for. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. I'm not going to release who it is yet, but awesome person. Um, and I'm actually super surprised she said yes to being on the podcast. So that's in a month's time. So that's like the rundown for the next month. One of the weeks I'll have off um, in the middle of June. But besides that, I'll be here every week. Um, keeping you guys updated over the summer i haven't really got anything planned it's all open to kind of see what happens in regards to replacement um interviews that type of thing but that's my plan that's my plan it's been such a day and it's only half 12 oh my god but yeah i'm gonna leave this episode there um I really wanted to, to summarize the whole of Spain and what's going on at the moment, what's going on in the next few weeks to keep you guys posted in what's going on in regards to my content. Um, my vlog is going to be the same in regards to the weeks that I publish. Um, and well, for the vlog, I might have two weeks off as opposed to one week because I need to edit the vlog. Whereas I don't edit my podcast. Um, yeah so thank you all for listening and i've kind of rambled a little bit towards the end here but i hope that the business advice that i got from jay really helps you guys if you're starting a company um i'd love to know for those of you that are listening what part of your journey are you in are you on a business journey the entrepreneurship journey of starting a company trying to make things work um are you the teenager or the 20 year old that's at university and trying to start a business on the side like I am. Maybe you're older, you're, you already have an established business and you're trying to see where the youngsters are at. I don't really know, but I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys. You will have my social media down below in the description. And if you enjoyed this, then feel free to follow, subscribe, whatever, depending on what platform you're on. And leave a review if you're on Apple. Tell me what you think. And... Yeah, if, if you want to reach out or you know someone that wants to give me a podcast, a little bit of a plug here at the end, um, then feel free to drop me a message on LinkedIn or another platform. I'm available on all platforms. I'm on there 24-7. So if you need me, then feel free to hit me up. This has been Chapter 2, Episode 21 of my podcast and the final week of me being here in Madrid. I had to end it on that because it's my Madrid chapter. But yeah, thank you all for listening and have an amazing week. I hope you enjoy this podcast and I'll speak to you all soon.